No country has ever prospered that failed to put its own interests first. We will no longer surrender this country or its people to the false song of globalism. New Right Network presents Right Now, the featured podcast of New Right Network. Mobilizing, countering the left, energizing the right. New Right Network, home of the New Right Movement. Podcast of the New Right Network. I'm your host, Ryan, and with me today is a very special guest. It is Brittany Slaughter. She is attends Liberty University. She's studying journalism and she also was an editor for Odyssey Magazine. I'd like to ask you more about that. And also, you've been published in the Washington Examiner. Great place. Uh, Brittany, thank you for joining us today. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. Well, we're excited to have you. And what uh, I have to ask you right off the bat, Brittany Slaughter, I'm sitting here looking at you. You seem like the nicest person in the world. What's it like to have <laughs> such a last name like that? Did you get a lot of uh, trouble in school and stuff? Um, there was some. People do tease me about it a bunch. Um, my drama teacher told me I should play football instead of do theater because, you know, <laughs> that'd be more fun coming down the field saying, Brittany Slaughter. And <laughs> <laughs> well, you seem like a very joyous person, very bubbly, you know, and uh, I don't know, positive, whereas Slaughter is not that way. But um, <laughs> so tell us, um, um, really being a millennial conservative, what made you really want to get into the into studying journalism and getting political and uh, you know a lot of younger people honestly they just don't care about it like that right uh, the 2018 election is what really got me um, into the political arena my brother is a huge Trump supporter and um, the 2018 election was the first election that I was able to vote in um, I'm 20 years old so that that hit me right at a, a pivotal time in my life and so I wanted to be very educated um, before I voted um, I, my family's very conservative and I've always known that I'm a conservative but um, just my brother hearing him talk about President Trump and um, just the election really got me involved. And so I started doing my research and seeing all the things that uh, President Trump is involved with and um, the things that he stands for. And I became just super excited to vote for him. I, I jumped on the Trump train. But then that kind of that really kickstarted my interest in politics and journalism. Once I decided that I wanted to major in journalism, my original goal wasn't to be political. It was just uh, to write and investigate and that kind of um, kind of thing. But then politics is it's really everywhere. You can't you really can't escape politics. And so I was like, okay, let's let's delve more into this. And as I began watching the news more, because before I really didn't, um, as I began to watch the news more and to read newspapers and magazines and to see what was going on. Um, I just became really invested in getting to the truth of the matter. You know, there's the whole fake news uh, stigma today. And um, I, I love truth and I love honesty and integrity. And it really became one of those things where I was like, if I want to know what's really true, I'm going to have to find out for myself and, and figure out which news source is the right one. And um, as a journalist myself, I, whenever I write articles, I leave bias out of it. I believe people should be able to make their own decisions about what they believe. They shouldn't hear that from me. They should just hear the facts. And so it's interesting for me as a journalist to to see how I write my articles and then to see how stories get spun. And so um, 2018, to answer the question, really got me kickstarted. But ever since then, I've uh, been very invested. And as a millennial, I think everyone should at least be well informed. I 100% agree. I think that someone made a great point to me the other day. Actually, I believe I saw it on a documentary, and they were talking about how things were in the late 80s. And, you know, I really don't remember that. I was way too young. But um, they were talking about how there was fake news then. But how fake news is worse now because how fast it gets disseminated, everyone reads the false message before it has a chance to be corrected. Um, 
you being a journalism uh, major, um, one of the funniest things I've read ever online, it says, sources say is Greek for fake news. So do you think that uh, fake news is that pervasive as far as those two statements? And if so, how does that play into the, I guess, you have to have some ethics class in journalism, don't you? Like, don't lie or make it up? What do you think? Absolutely. Um, when people say sources say, um, as a journalist, it can be very difficult um, not to not to cross the line with that. But also when when you reach out for comment, um, I was just reaching out to people today and, and yesterday, and um, a lot of sources won't respond, especially with the kind of outlets I write for. You know, where like, why did you say this, or what's what's going on with this? And they're they're afraid of the press, or they're afraid of conservative media, even though we're just getting to the heart of the matter, and so they won't respond. And so sometimes, um, if you read an article that sources say, um, you'll also have people that maybe they don't want their names put out there because they could get in trouble with their school. I've had that happen a couple of times. And it's very difficult when that happens because you want to be able to list your source's name for credibility. But sometimes you have to, you can't. But a, a lot of the time, yes, when people say sources say, um, it, it really is fake news. It's really just people throwing out sources say um, because they don't have sources, because they don't have anything to provide meat for the article. And so when that happens, you really have to be careful. Um, and you really, it's important to, compare that article to other articles. Um, what is this outlet saying versus this one? How many sources or, or news outlets are saying uh, one thing versus the other to really compare them for credibility? Um, yeah. What class is it in journalism? Because, you know, if I was going to look at the New York, uh, now if like the Washington Post, I think actually I read that article on there today. So I have to ask, what journalism class do they teach you to completely fabu fabricate articles and uh, trash the president on a 100% polarized level? Is that journalism 101? Or where does that even happen? Well, I tell you, uh, freshman year, I started taking my journalism classes, and and the classes were all about just this is how you write an article. This is the pyramid. This is how you structure it. There was nothing about you know, bashing the president or inserting your own viewpoint or being disrespectful. And I think coming the story. Right, exactly. And, and journalists, they have so, so much power. Like we, journalists control the narrative, but the problem is we shouldn't be, there shouldn't be a narrative at all. It should be, this is what's going on in the world. We should not be putting our spin on it. We should not be comparing it. We should not be lying. A, a journalist's job is strictly to say, this is what we've been told. This is what our research has found. This is what our sources have told us. It's, it should not be um, fake news. It should not be dishonesty. We have millions of people, you know, reading our stuff or watching us on the news. It, it's a disservice to Americans. It's a disservice to the people that watch us when we lie and when we fabricate. And how do people trust us? You know, it drives me absolutely crazy when I see two um, differing stories. It's the same story, but the, the facts are different or the headlines are different and they're spun in two completely different directions. Like, that's not right. That's not how journalism should be. Um, it's at, at Liberty, it's not, you're not taught bias, you're not taught dishonesty, you're, you're taught the opposite, you're taught integrity. And I think a lot more schools need that because the people that are lying and fabricating stories, they learn that from somewhere, whether it was their producers or whether it was just putting their own spin on it for publicity, I don't know. Um, but I think a lot more professors in the world today need to teach their students the difference between integrity and honest journalism and biased and lying journalism. And I think even though the truth is sometimes not popular and sometimes people don't like to hear it, you're going to gain a lot more respect in the end if you are an honest journalist. 
I think that being a writer of any kind, and you know, being obviously being a journalist would be um, added to this. I think that it's interesting to me when you watch some of these news outlets and how they echo those key words. And I think when you watch that as a journalist, aren't you like, well, it seems like they're all getting it from the same source. And so where would that happen? I mean, it's almost like somebody's pulling the strings of a puppet. Right. I was um, I was at something recently and I kept um, hearing the same lingo and I was it, it, it triggers a warning bell in your head when you hear the same people saying the same things over and over again. And you're like, they're hearing this from somewhere. And that's when you have to wonder how much of this is their own ideas and their own thought and their own making educated decisions for themselves versus just being fed facts and information that they're, they're programmed to just spit out when they're asked questions. They've got the same, the same answers, the same quotes, because that's what they've been told they have to say. A hundred percent. It's obvious brainwashing for the greater good type of thing, you know. So what, looking out there, uh, when you look at the whole, I guess, the gambit of news outlets that you read and probably keep up on, um, who's, who's some good guys? Who's some bad guys? Let's call balls and strikes. I mean, who do you think is a good example and who do you think is a bad example? Yeah, so um, this is going to sound really cliche, but I may, I really follow Fox and see I follow Fox and CNN. Um, I have their apps on my phone because it's um, it's interesting to see one who uh, provides the story first, like who's the first to get the story, and how they spin it. And almost every time, there's a distinct difference between the two. The headlines will be completely different. They'll cover completely different things, um, and it's it's sad. You know, it should be. It should be, like I've said, just just here are the facts. Um, I also, right now, I'm interning for The Hill, and I found them to be very credible. I um, had heard different things um, before interning there from different people saying one way or another. But since writing for them and, and covering different events, they're very, they're very fair in what they report. And so I very uh, much enjoyed writing for them and, uh, and reading what they put out as well, because it is, very, it is very fair. And it is, this is what these people are saying, this is what these people are saying make up your mind about it. Um, but CNN, I, I mean, as cliche as it is, they're very, they define fake news. I actually have a shirt that says, um, nothing but the fakest news at CNN, right? Yes. And it's fake news network. And, um, you know, I, I don't want to be rude. I don't want to be disrespectful, but they're they're You turn them on or MSNBC. Oh my goodness. I just, it makes my blood boil quite honestly when I'm in a restaurant or somewhere and I see that on and you just watch and there's so much anger radiating from those people. And they've just got such a hatred for the president and, and just conservatism. And you just see it everywhere on those stations. There's nothing positive. There's nothing good. You know, how often do they have conservatives on rarely, but how are, often does truly anti-American and godless. That is all there is to it. Absolutely. They just, you know, Fox, um, I think they're a lot classier. They have Democrats on, they have liberals on, and that's how it should be. You should have both sides of the story presented. But CNN, they just, they, I don't know how you can call yourself a journalist if one, you're being so dishonest with your facts and with your reporting. And two, if you could be so disrespectful to the leader of the country, people watch you, people look up to you, people listen to you. And a lot of people don't do fact checking. They just go with what they see on TV. And so it is completely disrespectful. It is unprofessional to to spit out those lies and to spit out that disrespect it's it blows my mind how messed up that is you're totally right because you know the average person you know let's say just to pick out a guy not to be said it could be a woman i guess because people <laughs> listen to this and they'll be like well why does it have to be a guy well <laughs> the thing is let's say somebody has a family or whatever and they work all day and they work at their job 
You know, they're working. They're worried about their job. They're not here trying to figure out how is this multinational media corporation trying to brainwash me and my children. <laughs> so when they see the article come across CNN, they must think, well, somebody had to filter this. It must be at least somewhat true. And that's, I think, how fake news permeates society. Exactly. And the, the problem is, and what I would say to those people is they're, they're all the same. All the people that work at, at CNN and, and MSNBC, it, it's not like you have, um, you know, the, the honest person that's the editor. They all have the same viewpoint. They all have the same ideas. They're all saying the same things. It's not like you have someone that has a higher integrity than the others. They, they're all, they all no, believe they've all the, the same story. Kool-Aid. Oh, yeah, Absolutely. absolutely. Um, when I see um, one of the great examples I like to say, and somebody I actually believe it or not used to be a fan of, and that is Essie Cup. I see to see Essie Cup. Are you familiar with her on uh, CNN now? Uh, well, no, sir. Yeah, she has a show. I can't remember what they call it. But anyways, she used to work for Fox, and she was doing a pretty good job. And actually, I'm like, well, you know, she's pretty objective. And then she goes to uh, CNN, and it's almost like there's this indwelling of fake news happening in her. And now, I mean, it's insane. She's talking almost Bernie Sanders-style communist points. It's just hard to believe. It's like it's a poison that just keeps going. It is. But- and you have to wonder, like, where where their their courage is and their bravery. Like, do, do they actually believe this or are they just going along with it for the paycheck? You know, I, I, I could never stay in a job where someone's telling me to, to report on something that's dishonest or untruthful. You know, I'd rather be jobless than, than report fake news. I think that the old saying's true with a lot of them. And that is, you know, I sold my soul and the price was cheap. I 100% mm-hmm. think that, you know, they just sold their integrity in order for them to be able to live in the Hamptons and vacation in the Cayman Islands and things and you know and rub elbows with the right society and the you know You've been listening to New Right Network, mobilizing, countering, energizing. Online at newrightnetwork.com. <laughs>